Good morning. It is Sunday morning and I am back with another episode of Realistically Living. I feel like it's been a minute since I've done just a regular episode. So I said, let me just jump on here right quick and just share some things that God has been doing in my life. Um, So um, I recently moved out. It's going on, what, three weeks, two weeks since I moved out? Yeah, it's real recent. And I'm going to be honest with you. I moved out and was just like, okay God <laughs> you know my financial situation if we gonna call it a speed for a speed I'm gonna be evicted on the first month I've been here like you know I was like God you know I don't I don't make the money to add rent to the uh, budget and not only rent you know things like internet I am in school so I need Wi-Fi you know we don't I don't have anything else but smart devices smart TVs and stuff like that so I'm like God look it's about to be a big old budget shift and I know I don't have the ways, I don't have the means, I don't have the funds. I need you to provide. Um, I need you to make a way out of no way. So, man, I literally just, I come, <laughs> I come in here, I chill, I do what I need to do, I do my work. And I'm just like, every day I'm like, God, I still need you to provide, you know. And, and it's just like, the more I've been living here, the more I've become comfortable because I know that God is providing. And it's like, I'm seeing it in the littlest ways um, possible. And it's just like, that's what happens really when you become close to God, when you are intentional about being consistent with talking to God. And the thing about it is when, you, when you're consistent with talking to God, He talks back and you really, you know, it, it, it becomes easier to hear God's voice, which is why I always push um, to always cultivate your relationship with God. The same way you cultivate your relationships on earth is the same way you cultivate your relationship with God. You spend time with Him. You talk to Him. You pray to Him. Um, you know, you, 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 you become obedient to Him, to His Word. You read His Word, you know. Um, just always understanding that no matter where you are, you're in the presence of God. And once I adapted that mindset and I actually started applying that to my life, like I have been seeing God and hearing God, like, just a quick testimony, like for real, for real. And I know this might not sound like much to nobody, but this means everything to me knowing that, you know, I'm in a position to be responsible to pay bills. So um, just the other day, you know, the um, I'm a TA at a school um, with first grade. And just the other day, you know, my partner, she got sick. And I say, hey, you know, I understand this weather change, COVID, take care of yourself. Um, and praise God, you know, she came back negative. I'm glad she's okay. But at the same time, when somebody comes back, you know, when somebody is sick, that is serious, especially in this time now. So I say, look, take care of yourself first, you know, take care of you first, you know. And I always say you can't pour from empty cups. So if you're not okay, you know, coming to do your job or whatever you work, if you're not okay, you know, take that day off. You might need, yes, you might be sick, but you might need a mental rest too. Um, take that day off to get yourself together to make sure you're well to perform your job at the highest level that you can perform it. So, um, back to the story, you know, ended up, um, you know, having to take over the class. And mind you, you know, I've always been in the room with the students, but now it's just like, you know, I'm in the top position to care for these children that are in my possession and you know and it was cool I'm like you know they didn't have a sub so I'm like cool you know I ain't tripping these are my kids I'm with them every day so why would I not step in you know be with my kids like I'm with them every day so I know what goes on in our classroom every day y'all my principal called me and was like hey yeah we're gonna add you down for sub pay 
I don't even know how much subs get paid, but let me tell you something. Y'all don't understand how literally one check from my job, my rent is more than one check. And I'm like, God, I don't know how I'm going to pay this rent. I don't know. And I'm telling you, it was like right on time. And I didn't even see it to after the fact. I'm like, okay, cool. Sup, you know, that's cool. We have a good day with the kids. We chilling, drawing. It's Friday. You know, they watch a little movie here and there. We do a little math lesson here. And there. We big chilling, like just having fun, letting first graders be first graders. Like, and it hit me. God was like, you know, I was like, God, you just provided my rent. Like, and I was like, thank you. And I didn't even know when it happened that it happened until after the fact. So, like, God, little things, you know, things for my apartment that I don't have that I need, like a vacuum cleaner, bro. I just been gifted a Dyson V6. If you know anything about Dyson, first of all, they're expensive as I don't know what. And I'm like, you know, I have a dog. You know, let's be real dog owners. Their hair sheds, and I'm like, I need a vacuum cleaner. I have a dog. You know, this ain't cool. Hair gonna be everywhere. I'm like, I need a vacuum cleaner, bro. This vac. I can't even stop using it. And it's like one of the ones you ain't got no cord. It charges. You gotta plug it up to the wall. You don't got no cord, and you just press a button, and it goes. As soon as you press the button, and as soon as you release it, it turns off. Like I have been vacuuming. Um between six to ten times a day and i think it has become an obsession um dyson you can definitely sponsor me because at this point i, I don't think there's no other vacuum cleaner i would definitely want to use besides the, a dyson v6 but it's those blessings in those type of things like you know and i used to have this thing of god i just want money you know just give me money like i ain't gonna lie yeah i do got some financial problems and i always feel like if i had the money I'll get out those financial problems and I had to show me like you know you had the money and you got into the financial problems so I'm like you know what you right you know and God is like you know it's not about what you have it's about how you stored it you know how do you take care of your money when you get it you know are you um, buying your needs or are you spending more on your wants you know and that is the season I am in with money you know and we gotta be real about that like Either you know how to manage money or you don't. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know how to manage money. But I'm learning. Like, now that I have responsibilities that um, includes being a roof over my head, you know, I'm learning to manage money. And God is giving me as much as I can bear to work with because I know that if God gives me what I want, which is a lot, like, as far as money to, that I feel like I'll pay off everything. Because trust me, I got some bills that I do. Um, I'm behind on some stuff. Like, we just being honest, like... I, I owe some people, but, you know, God is saying, I'm going to bless you with what you can handle now to see if you, and, I, and I'm not saying that this is what he's saying for real, but in my mind, it's just like, you know, I'm trying to see how you manage over the little I'm going to give you, because you can't manage a lot if you don't know how to manage a little, and, you know, and i just been in constant prayer with God to say, God, you know, help me to manage my money correctly, help me to steward my finances, you know, help me to... Um, not give in to the temptation of wanting my wants rather than, you know, obsessing over my needs, you know, and being responsible for my money and not always eating out. Like, bro, I did not know we really had food at the house until I, I knew we had food at the house. Like, ever since I moved out, I got to tell myself, you don't got to make down this money. 
you got food at the house. You just made groceries. You got food at the house. So um, I just thank God for those type of things that has been brought to my awareness. Like, you know, at some point, a time we all was ignorant about something. And I'm telling you, when your mama was really saying, we have, uh, y'all have food at the house? She one line, like they really had food at the house. And now my I really see we I really have food at the house. So just those little habits I've been cultivating. Um just learning how to eat at home. I don't really know how to cook, but I'm learning. Like I ain't even gonna lie. I made something last night and I was just like, bro, this ain't it. And then the crazy part about it was that like I was like, yeah, you know, I'm cooking whoop de whoop. Y'all wanna play, I'll give you a plate. And like it was sounding good the way I was describing them. Like I come to the recipe. This gonna be the first meal I done cooked in the house, and mm-mm. I tasted it, and I said, "I'm not even about to do y'all like that." I, mm-mm. I said, "Look, I'm not trying to kill y'all, but I'ma just be vulnerable 100% right now and tell y'all that this was nasty. It was nasty, and I was just like, oh my god. But I'm learning, you know. I never really cooked before, um, you know. I didn't grow up in no household where Oh, we stood over the stove by grandma while she cooked. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I barely wanted to mix eggs. My mama asked me to mix eggs for breakfast. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't grow up, you know, with the cooking spirit. But I'm learning, you know, it's, it's new things to be learned at every level. And this is one of those things where, you know, I'm learning. I have to learn to cook, my, cook for myself. I'm the head of the household here, you know, even though I have no idea what I'm doing. But, you know, I'm trusting God to... Um, bring me through those little things and I know that might be still insane that silly thing that you know you trust God to enhance your cooking skills but y'all at this point I'm relying on God for everything for the smallest things God please let my car start I didn't have so many car troubles with my last car if you know you know you know and I I have just been come to the point to where I say you know what God look been through this I'm not trying to go through this with a car again, Lord. Please let the car start, you know. And then I'm saying, God, please let me spend my money wisely so that if something does happen with the car, I'm able to pay for it to be done. Like, like that's how my prayers are now. And and I feel like that is, um, that is, it, it, it has so much momentum in my life as far as me growing in certain areas. But, um, I can definitely say also while that is all good and dandy and, you know, I'm so appreciative. My gratitude is on 100 towards God, um, you know, doing what he said he would do. Like, the lyrics are hitting, the lyrics to so many gospel songs are hitting so different now that I am where I am in my life. And I just thank God for the foundation that I do have um, about who he is and things like that. But the lyrics are hitting so different. Like he's doing what he said he would do in this season of my life. And it is building, it's building my faith. Like I really see prayers being answered. And it's crazy because it, my, it mind blows me because it's not being answered in a way that I, that I assume it would be answered. Like God is really saying it happened. It had to happen like this so this could happen, which would explain why this would happen. And you don't understand that. I know you don't really get it right now, but I'm telling you, you're gonna, your eyes are going to be open, and then you're going to see why A, B, and C had to happen the way it happened so that way you can understand it where you are now. And God, thank you that it happened the way it happened because literally I see the the warfare, the spiritual warfare that's going on, not just in my life, but, you know, just 
how God has been coming through for others and how the enemy has an attack on others. Like I, 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 I have my spiritual eyes are open. So I just really thank God for being God. Um, but I also like, you know, that's all good and dandy, but I'm not even gonna lie. Like they do have like a little spirit of fear lingering in my life. And it is more so fear of, you know, how do you progress in life? Um, walking in a new way of life while knowing that you have come encountered with people before this walk. Like, they have seen the real you. They have seen who you were, you know. They And, it, and it's not your Christian walk. It's not your Christian things that they have seen. You know, they have seen, um, you know, how you respond because of... Uh, sometimes when you become aware, it be how you respond because of trauma or just how you you know collected so many things of the world so many offenses of the world that just like you let those offenses shape who you are and that becomes your identity like you know you like I always tell people um when I share my story with them I'm like you know I never really wanted like I never chose really to I'm not gonna say I didn't choose because I did choose it but the whole thing of me living a homosexual life, like, it just wasn't like one day I said, oh, I like girls. Like, it never was that. It was, you know, being molested by um, men, you know, just at an early age, you know. And you grow up to say, you know, you grow up scared of men. Like, I'm, you know what I'm going to say for me? I grew up scared of men. Like, at an early age, I it, I, I knew, I didn't know. It got to the point that I didn't want to be a girl no more. So, young before 10, you know, I'm stealing my brother's clothes and wearing them as if it was my own. Um, you know, my brother's way younger than me and I'm in his clothes because I had the thing in my mind that since that happened to me, you know, look how it started the domino effect of how the enemy literally creeps in to destroy family, just to destroy, you know, just God's creation in general. Like, I didn't just start, I didn't just start liking dressing, like, I didn't just start liking to dress like a boy, like, it been, um, started, like, like I said, I was still my brother clothes, I didn't want to become a boy, and then as I grew older, you know, still, as I become, grew older, it came to the point to where, you know, I started working my first job, now I have money to buy my own clothes, and I'm buying, you know, boy clothes, like, I'm still in that mindset of, you know, still hurt, never healed from the trauma of being molested, never told nobody, like, I literally, it took me over 20 years to come out about that, um, just, excuse me, just, um, you know, now I'm able to buy my clothes, I'm buying boy clothes, and then, you know, I get into high school, and I get introduced to a life, you know, I get introduced, I see homosexuality for the first time, when I got to high school, you know, I see the the boy-girl relationships. I see the boy-boy relationship, and I see the girl-girl relationship. So I'm like, I can deal, I can be in a relationship, you know. I always, you know, we always see saw people in relationships as we come, grew up in school. Everybody was, somebody was always with somebody. So I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, yeah, I want to be in a relationship too. You know, that's just what we did in school. But I'm like, I don't want to deal with boys, Mind you, I already have a fear of men from what happened to me that I never dealt with. I never told nobody. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with boys. Then I get introduced to, you know, I see it for the first time, homosexuality. And I'm just like, 
So you telling me I could be a rela- in a relationship? I can dress how I'm, I want to dress, which is the boys' way, you know. I was with you. I wasn't a full. I wouldn't say a full stud, but I was very tomboyish. More, more tomboyish than girly, because I still had my days where I would put on makeup, eyelashes, whoop de whoop. But I dressed very boyish most of the time. So I'm like, you telling me I can, I can be in a relationship without dealing with men. I can dress how I want, and. I don't have to deal with men. <laughs> like, that was the biggest thing. Like, I don't have to deal with men. Cool, bad. I'm so... So, that is how my progression with the homosexual... With me living a homosexual lifestyle progressed. Like, it just wasn't something that I just said, oh, I'm choosing the light girls. Yes, I can say I did make that choice, but not out of um, knowing the truth and then still choosing to do the wrong thing. It's just that it was a trauma response. Like, my whole entire life of homosexuality was a trauma response. And, you know, even the things that I did in that lifestyle, I, I was still hurting. I, I, I'm hurt. So I'm still hurting people. Like, I never, you know how to, it's, it's only two people in life, those who get hurt and those who do the hurting. And everybody on this earth is either, you're, you're really both. So you're going to get hurt and you're going to do the hurting. And... In, in my relationships, just even in my friendships as well, I was always the one doing the hurting. Like that one incident of molestation um, to me, you know, that grew, it caused me to hurt any, like I don't, I don't trust, I didn't trust nobody. Like, and that is something that God is working on me, just to start trusting people because, you know, just the way things went down in my life. Like, if I can really show you the, picture-wise of my life, like a picture book of my life, and be real about it, you know, you probably would say, yeah, I don't want to trust nobody either, but, you know, God is helping me to unlearn certain behaviors that the world has put inside of me, you know, due to the enemy, you know, that's his plan, that's that's just what he wants, he's here to kill, steal, and destroy, and he's attacking families more than anything, but, you know, God is helping me to unlearn that, you know, and he's doing it in a way of just exposing to me and opening my eyes to how certain things I do and certain things that are in my family are really generational curses that are just passed down. And God is really telling me, you're the one that's going to break them. Like, and I, I hear it so loud and proud. And he's He's telling me, um, I say loud and proud. Lord, what? Loud and proud. I hear it loud and clear. Oh, anyway, um, like I hear God's voice saying that, you know, you're the one that's going to break them. You know, you have the boldness. I put that boldness inside of you to speak up about the things that are being swept under the rug, to speak up about how to be, how to spot the generational curses and things like that, and how to also depend on God to reveal those things to you because um as we live in a world of distractions and um i watched pastor mike todd's sermon last week and he was talking about how your discernment is off when you're full of distractions and that's just really what life is the enemy puts everything in your way to distract you from god's voice and that literally what my entire life was just distractions after distractions after distractions and now that i'm intentional about hearing god's voice and i'm making sure i spend 
um, you know, time with God, making sure I pray, making sure, you know, God, look, I'm going to meet you at this certain time. And then right now, that's how my relationship looks. Like, I have to be intentional. I have to say, okay, you know, I really feel like God has been calling me to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to meet with him. And I'm not even going to lie, it's, girl, ain't been, it ain't been working for me, but I have to cultivate a way to become intentional about getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to meet with God because I feel like God is saying, this is the appointed time that I want us to start meeting. You know, before you even get your day started, I want you to meet with me. And, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm not going to lie. I've been losing. But, you know, I think that, you know, a guy has a way of reaching everybody when it when it gets time for him to reach us. But um, just going back to the spirit of fear, it's just like, I, you know, people have witnessed me in my worst they have witnessed me at my lowest they have witnessed me at my worst and my work I, I was a very I'm I was very I can't even say I was because I've isolated myself because it was a lot of things in my life that I just knew couldn't be here like I'm trying to do this walk with God like and I'm God is just showing me like if you want to do this you gotta let some things go you know every a lot of things that you want to bring with you a lot of things that you feel like you can change that you can fix you have to let go of that connotation and just walk in my obedience and it's like god you know i don't want to i i my entire life has been built here you know like my entire lifestyle has been built here i've accumulated friends in this lifestyle i've accumulated relations in this lifestyle you know i've hurt people in this lifestyle um and i you know god people know me like people have hung around me as i live this homosexual life and you know i've partaken every aspect of it you know but god now you're calling me for something different like i have made up in my mind that i'm I'm with you, and it's just like the things that you're requiring of me is totally different, and I want to do them. Like I'm like, yeah, God, like I have to let it go. Like I know I it's something that it's things that I know I need to do because ain't no way you know light and darkness cannot be in the same room, and so most of it is stuff that I know I have to do, but it's the spirit of fear of people's perception you know as I grow with Christ you know and that's and I think a lot of people are um you know I'm, I ain't gonna say a lot of people I'm just speaking for myself because I know a lot of people do have this struggle of when you make that lifestyle change everybody's gonna remember you as oh no she used to be gay like you know she got a husband she's married not saying that I'm gonna get married anytime soon but you know God God do have those things for me you know so I mean it's gonna happen eventually but then like I say you know it's just that thing of people who actually been with you in this lifestyle and grew with you in this lifestyle to you making a lifestyle switch that is totally different and it's not that you don't want to be in a lifestyle it's that you're just being obedient to God because it God is showing you you know like I say he's provide like he's real and I know he's real like I'm experiencing God and this guy was like okay this can continue but I need you to be obedient like it ain't no just no one-sided thing you gotta do your part too and it's just like you know it's fear it's scary it's, you know it's scary and it's just like you know a lot of things that I've come to awareness about now like I really see how bad I 
was and how bad I messed up with certain things with certain people. Like, like when I t- tell you who I could be the man who was, I don't even know how to full story one, when he was asking for forgiveness for, when he was saying how, how many times should you forgive, you know, and God was like 70 times seven. Like, I need the 70 times seven. And not just from God, like, because um, I know that God's forgiven me, but, like, just from people in general. But then, you know, I understand that, you know, some people, you can't expect them just to forgive you right off the bat. You can't expect them to just be okay with what you did. But also, you know, that is just a consequence of your actions. You know, you have to deal with what comes with your actions, the things that you choose to do. You have to deal with those consequences. And, you know, that 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 is scaring me, too. You know, like, I have a lot of consequences, that I should be dealing with, you know, and I don't even know one day I'm, you know, I know that before we leave this earth, we got to deal with what we, what we've done on earth. Um, but now that I'm, I'm in awareness and I see myself from the outside looking in, like I'm able to really reflect on my life. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I told my parents one time I should either be dead or in jail. Like that's, it's only two options where I should be right now. And, like, you know, God is just telling me, you know, yes, you may be scared, but I still need you to trust me. You know, God is saying, you know, uh, all this is a part of the plan. You know, I'm not leading you this way for nothing. You just have to trust me and watch, you know, how I'll have this worked out. And it's just that fear of God, I'm scared, you know, but fear I, I i i feel like the things that become fear in your life like at every stage of, of your life the things that pop up that you know you have to do that you become scared of i have really just been um seeing those things as well I'm, I'm starting to see those things as you know the key to your next step of life like you want to get to the next step you got to do this first you got to get over this hurdle you got to cut this off you know you just got to really surrender your obedience to God. And even though you're scared, you know, God is right there with you. Like, I always say, you know, I'm more than sure David was scared when he went to fight Goliath. Like, we, I always say we got we to gotta take these characters and really put them in humane, um, a humane decision. Like, imagine you fighting a giant. Imagine you really, just with a slingshot, like, I don't even know how to pluck a slingshot. I barely could pluck a rubber band. Like, I know he was scared, but he had God on his side, and he just surrendered his obedience. And just like all the stories in the Bible where people surrender their obedience to God, yes, they have to go through hell and high water, you know. Yes, they will be, you know, you have to go through the fire. You have to be refined. But the thing is, you're going to come out without smelling like smoke. You're going to go through the fire and come out, you know, with no burns, you know. But, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. God has a way of using the bad for the good. Um, and I always try to rem- remember Romans 8.28, you know. All things work out for the good of those who love the Lord. And like I said, you know, God has been revealing some things to me. And he's been revealing the next steps of my life. He's been putting people in my life. Um, just 
filling me up with friends like that is i'm so grateful for that for friends who um who can push me in this season season that i am in my life um in my awareness in my walk with christ um you know he's putting people who believe the same things that i believe in my past um so that way you know when i do encounter these rough moments you know i do have friends that i can be in fellowship with who can pray for me um you know while i am in a season that i am and i can reciprocate the um the same for them you know so i thank god for that um but yeah i just wanted to um just to jump on here to let you know that it's okay to be scared um i'm scared the people you look up to they're scared about something you know you just don't know what it is but i'm petrified but I'm moving towards, you know, I have this understanding that my feelings can't rule my life. You know, I let that happen before. I let my feelings be the Lord over my life, you know, and that got me nowhere. It actually got me to places that I didn't even think I'll be and I places that I don't even want to go back to. But um, it's okay to be scared that we are human. We have feelings. But when you allow your fear to become the reason why you hold back or why you don't do certain things that's when it becomes a problem because now you're not giving god what he's asking you know you're not surrendering to god your obedience you know you're letting fear run your life so i just always try to be mindful of that and i always pray for strength and just for the courage always i pray for courage to do things that just don't seem right or don't like it just make me feel queasy in my head but you know god you know his his ways are higher than ours and we can only think of certain things to a certain extent so i definitely pray for um, i'm gonna pray for anyone who is dealing with the spirit of fear um and just pray for anyone who needs to know what their next move is to make and you know they don't feel like they're really hearing from god um you know and just learning how to cultivate your relationship with god so that way you know, you could just, just, just be in a communion with God, like, all at all times. So, um, God, we thank you. We thank you for sending your son to die for us. We thank you for leaving us the, the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for leaving us a blueprint on how to live our lives, which is the Bible, God. Um, we thank you for our lives. We thank you for having another opportunity to um, be in your presence, to um, become aware, to to just to start doing things your way um god we ask that you would just strengthen us we ask that you would give us the courage um to not walk in fear but to walk in truth and in light and um just to uh, uh put on the identity the identity that you have for us and not the identity that the world has um shaping us to be god we ask that 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 you will let us grow with you we ask that you will let us um, to be intentional about meeting with you and spending time with you. Um, we don't want to neglect the very person that we need. And we don't want it just to be a thing of, oh, I'm down, I'm out, you know, something happened in my life and I need you. Um, we just want to always just be in communion with you through the good, the bad, the ups and downs, the, the, the ugly, the pretty. We just want to always be in communion with you. God, I ask that you would strengthen us. I ask that you would to open our minds um, to have a better understanding of who you are and what, what it is that 
um, you require of us and just 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 building that friendship with you um, we ask that you would just be with us we ask that you will just bring us to awareness um, and just like David said you know search our hearts always anything that is not like you we ask that you would just um, put it out of us you know help us break old habits and help us to um, start new ones and God just just thank you thank you for providing thank you for being there thank you for listening to my prayers um, and thank you for answering them God and I ask that you would just strengthen me um, to be consistent with you to to grow with you you know I want our relationship to grow I don't want it to be stagnant or just on one level I want to always grow I want to always be pushed to new limits when it comes down to um, building my faith with you so God just thank you just for just for providing a way for us to do that with you um I ask that you would just look over us look over us um be with everyone who's listening um hear their prayers answer their prayers um I ask that you would heal us in this season of COVID and we ask that you would just provide a way for us to um just to regain some more um normalcy I don't even know if that's the word but it sounded like a word to me but yeah just anyway just thank you guys for everything um ask that um, you look down on this ask that you will bless this and all these blessings I ask in your darling son Jesus name I pray Amen